0: Non-Monogamy Help is a podcast where your questions about open, non-monogamous or polyamorous relationships are answered. Our host, Lola Phoenix, will consult a licensed therapist with over a decade of experience to address your problems. Names and locations have been changed or censored to keep your questions anonymous. You're listening to Non-Monogamy Help, the podcast. Welcome to episode 37 of the Non-Monogamy Help podcast. I'm Lola Phoenix. Please send your questions to nonmonogamyhelp at gmail.com and they'll either be read in the podcast or the column anonymously. If you'd like to read the columns and listen to more podcast episodes, you can go to nonmonogamyhelp.com. If you'd like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can go to tinyletter.com forward slash nonmonogamyhelp. And you can follow us at nonmonogamyhelp.com. If you want to be amazing and super awesome, you can become a patron. Even $1 a month is super helpful. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Lola Phoenix. So, for this week's discussion question, I have... List five things that are important to you in your life. How much of your time do you give to each of these? So I'm going to try to answer this really, really quickly, because I don't want to take up too much of your time before we get to the letter. Five things that are important to me. When I would say... Are my relationships. Um, I guess that's a really broad category but I do think relationships are important to me. I think solitude is really important to me. Um, my spirituality is really important to me. I think writing is really important to me and gosh what else? It's hard to think when you think about it. Um it's hard because I covered so much in relationships I think that maybe I don't want to say travel that sounds really hokey but I do think that seeing and doing some new things is is also really important to me because I do think I can get quite stuck in a rut and stuck in kind of being in the same place all the time if I don't push myself to try new things How much of my time do I give to these? I give a lot of time to my relationships, those are really important. I think I should give more time to my writing than I do now, especially my fiction writing. I think sometimes I try to be really understanding of like creative troughs and peaks, and occasionally I can't expect myself to just produce all of the time. I think I should give myself a little bit of leeway to just not feel up to producing things and not feel creative. Sometimes that just happens. So, yeah. That's my answers, but you can ask this question to one of your partners or friends or anyone that you see fit, and I'm just going to repeat the question again for this week. It's list five things that are important to you in your life. How much of your time do you give to each of these? There you go. That's the discussion question this week, and let's get to today's letter. Long story short, I don't want to practice Polly anymore, and it's upsetting to my primary and really only partner, but I think he understands. But the main issue is the other person we've been talking to. I don't want to hurt her. What I'm really confused on, though, is how I don't want to be Polly anymore. I feel like when we're with this girl, I'm pretending, like it's just a show. Or maybe the real reason is I'm being selfish and don't want to share my boyfriend, so to speak. I know this is vague and very short, but I'd very much appreciate any advice or thoughts you have. Okay, the first thing that I'm noticing here is that you seem to be dating as a couple. Or I'm not really sure what's going on here because it's a person that you've been talking to. And some people, you know, if, if a person genuinely wants to find and date a couple, fine. I don't think that that is the vast majority of people out there. And I think that a lot of people who are opening up their relationship and it doesn't tell me, you don't tell me if you've just opened your relationship or how long you've been quote-unquote practicing polyamory but I do think a lot of people who open up their relationships think that it's safer to operate as a couple and so they operate as a couple and I don't think that works for a lot of reasons because it's quite difficult and not necessarily predictable to have one person fall in love with one other person. And I think it's even twice as difficult to have an expectation that two people will be able to fall in love with one person in the exact same way at the exact same rate. And it's not always fun to like be part of this situation where you go on a date and there's two people there. Just some people really like that and that's absolutely fine if that's what folks want to do. I just think that it's probably better for people to try and date individually first precisely because of what it seems like you're experiencing here you know you don't want to hurt this girl or this woman that you're seeing or that both of you are seeing but you're clearly pretending like you you aren't interested in her and you know you feel under pressure to for whatever reason perform your attraction to her Maybe because your boyfriend is right there, like, if your boyfriend just wants to date this person, then let your boyfriend date that person. And you need to have a foundation of trust in between the two of you so that you trust him to not violate your boundaries or to stick around with you. I don't think it's necessarily selfish to be in this kind of situation and not really want to have another person there. I don't think that that's necessarily selfish you don't really talk about whether or not you have a problem with your boyfriend dating other people when you're not there. But I think that if it's something that you want to do in terms of you want to date other people, then you kind of have to sit with the discomfort and learn how to process it. And it will get better over time. As soon as you establish that trust with your boyfriend and, and know that you can, you know, through example that if he goes off and, you know, goes on a date with somebody else he's still gonna go on dates with you as well. So I think that's the first thing is that you all you need to date as individuals. And don't be in a relationship or be on a date that you don't want to be on. Break up with anyone or break up any relationship that is fake that you're not really actually wanting to be in. Because it's also not fair for the other person. Like you know you don't want to hurt this person that you're considering dating, but you by pretending that you are attracted to her, are going to end up hurting her, so it's better just to be honest about it and you and your partner don't have to be attracted to the same person you don't have to date the same person, and it's very very unrealistic if that's your ideal situation i mean it it would be great if you and your boyfriend like the same person. If, you know, you could form some type of triad that worked for you all, that would be a really great situation, but that's not realistic. That's not likely to happen because if you think about, you know, a single person, if you were single, like, would you want to date two people at the exact same time who expected you to love them the exact same way? And especially if, like, what ends up happening when couples do this is that inevitably they come across problems in the relationship and their first reaction to that problem is just to chuck the third person that they've brought in, which really isn't cool for them. So I just think that you need to date individually. In terms of whether or not you want to be polyamorous, I think that what might help is you thinking hard about what the reasons you have for being polyamorous are. Do you have good reasons? Are you just being polyamorous because your boyfriend wanted to date other people and you decided to go along with it what do you as an individual get out of it other than staying with your boyfriend think about those reasons because I do think sometimes when you are in situations where you have a lot of emotions or things seem really tough it can feel like well why the hell am I doing this anyway it can it can get really frustrating so what brings you back is just realizing oh I do actually have a reason for why I want to do this and this is the reason and sometimes that can help out a huge amount with you know, figuring out what it is that you want and why it is that you want it. I would also think about what it means to quote unquote share your boyfriend. What does that mean? And why do you not want to do that? What do you think is going to happen as a result of that? Are you, do you have fears that you're kind of indulging? And what, what does it mean to share? And what are the specific things that you are quote unquote sharing? Those are things to really consider. And also, like, you're welcome to like, not practice polyamory, in air quotes, as much as you want. You don't have to always be dating someone else in order to be polyamorous. Sometimes there isn't anyone around to date. Polyamory communities can be really small. And maybe you've dated around a lot and you are just kind of... Dating is also really exhausting. Not everyone wants to date all the time. It can be really, really tiresome. And not everyone, you know, is thrilled to do it. So just because you aren't dating someone else right away doesn't mean that you aren't polyamorous so you know if you want to put a pause on dating that doesn't mean you're not polyamorous it just means that you're not interested in dating for a while and there's nothing wrong with that and maybe you can put a pause on dating for a little bit but I think that the first thing that kind of needs to be worked out in this because it's not really clear from your letters whether or not it's advisable for you and your partner to date the same person at the same time you know, it seems like you're talking about how when we are with this girl, I'm pretending like it's just a show. Well, you don't both have to be with her at the same time. <laughs> you don't both have to date her at the same time. You sh- you can be interested in the same person at the same time. Like, that's totally fine. And I'm sure plenty of people have had that situation where they're interested in the same person at the same time. That's very different from dating the same person as a couple. Like, dating individually and just happen. it just so happens that you're together... Is fine, And that can be a totally not predatory thing. But if you are dating as a couple and expecting things as a couple, that is where the problems really arise. And I do think you really need to look at that before you can really iron out any of the other problems here. But yeah, overall, to kind of sum up, I think that, yeah, again, you need to date individually. I think you need to think hard about why it is that you want to be polyamorous or did want to be polyamorous at some point, what are the benefits that you get out of it, and really bring yourself back to that when you start getting in these kind of not-so-great-happy moments. I think that you need to think about what it means to quote-unquote share your boyfriend and what it is about that that scares you and what it is about that that you have fears around and maybe kind of work out You know, is there a way that your boyfriend can reassure you about his commitment to you in a way that will make sharing him feel less scary? And then last but not least, like, just because you're not actively dating doesn't mean you're not quote-unquote practicing polyamory. You can not be dating anyone, and that just might be how you feel at the moment because dating isn't that fun for a lot of people. So if you don't want to date for a while or if you want to just put a pause on that, that's absolutely fine. You don't have to, you know date all the time just to be polyamorous and that really goes back to the first question because if you and your partner are insisting on dating at the same time and insisting on dating the same people that's this is exactly the reason why people advise people not to do that because inevitably it ends up feeling forced for one person if they don't feel fully into it and that's just not a fun situation to be in so yeah i hope this helps and good luck Thank you again for listening to the Non-Monogamy Help podcast. Again, if you'd like to listen to all of the podcast episodes and read all the columns, you can do so at nonmonogamyhelp.com. If you want to get the podcasts and the columns a few days before they go live, you can uh, sign up to our newsletter at tinyletter.com forward slash nonmonogamyhelp. And you can follow us on Twitter at nonmonogamyhelp. I post all the columns and the podcast episodes there too if you want updates If you want to be the most amazing person in the entire world, I would really, really, really appreciate your support in becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Lola Phoenix. Even $1 a month is really amazing, and it helps me remember that people appreciate what I'm doing. It also helps monetarily support the hosting of the podcast and social media tools and all sorts of other bits and bobs that help this podcast machine going and if you are an amazing person and you want to an even more amazing person and you want to donate $5 or more a month with your consent your name will be read at the end of the podcast and our current $5 patrons are Laura Boylan Chris Albury-Jones Duke and James Wartell thank you so much for listening to the non-monogamy help podcast you will hear the next episode in a fortnight finally got that down and I appreciate all of you and have a wondrous rest of your day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Non-Monogamy Help. Our podcast music has been provided by Chris Albury-Jones at albury-jones.com, and the art was made by Dom Young at com. Thank you for listening.